Welcome back to Nurse Talk. I'm Casey Hobbs along with Shane Mason, and we are two of the thousands of nurses on duty today. When I get older, losing my head, many years from now, will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Love that song. In 2011, the first of the baby boomers started reaching what used to be known as retirement age. And for the next 15 years, boomers will be turning 65 at a rate of about 10,000 a day. As this unique cohort grows older, it will likely transform the institutions of aging, just as it has done to other aspects of American life. Here with us to talk about one aspect of turning 65 is our Healthcare in America senior correspondent, Donna Smith. Donna, welcome to Nurse Talk. Thank you very much, Casey. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. The idea of turning uh, 64 or 65 is daunting. But before we get into the discussion about 65 and Medicare, I want to just say, because Donna, you're roughly around my age. Did you ever think you were going to do, you know, I never thought I'd make it to 65, to tell you the truth. No, don't you remember? I remember when I was a very young, young girl calculating yes. what, how old I would be in the year 2000, and that seemed incomprehensible to me. Exactly. To make it to the <laughs> 21st century seemed, and 64 seems so old. Oh my gosh, yes. And, and the other thing I want to say before we get started on Medicare discussion is because this aging process is really a state of mind. So let's get into it. So a lot of us, Donna, seem to be clueless or at least confused about how and when to get started in the Medicare enrollment process. So let's talk about it. Let's first start with the sign up for Medicare. So when when do you start that process? Do well, you... it's it's actually very very simple, and it have you can sign up anytime you are three within three months of your the month of your sixty fifth birthday or three months after the month of your 65th birthday. Oh, that's good to know. I thought you had to do it by 65, but it's three months before or three months after. My birthday month, for instance, is November. So anytime in August, September, October, if I wanted to go sign up, I'm not there yet. But if I wanted to sign up and I were 64, I could go online to Medicare.gov and do that. I could do it through SocialSecurity.gov. You can do it through either site. Also, those, those who go on to sign up for Social Security will specifically be asked, do you wish to enroll in Medicare now? Interesting. And okay. So you're prompted. It's not as if you're left out in, the, out in the wilderness and you don't know what's coming. You also, I think most of us have noticed that during certain times of the year, you start getting mailings from the companies that uh, provide some of the uh, supplemental Medicare um, policies and so forth. Once you get to 64, believe me, your mailbox will be full of people reminding you. Okay, so once you go on uh, Medicare, is it Medicare.gov? Correct, yes. Okay, so once you go on Medicare.gov to sign up, you're signing up, but what's next? What choices do you need to make and when do you need to make them? Great question. You you have to sign you you sign up for Medicare Part A, which is that your Part A is your hospital coverage. This was always what was so confusing to me about Medicare. Yes. Good Lord, we have Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, Part E. Mm-hmm. I thought, my goodness, why can't it all be in one loop? But Part A is your hospital coverage. Everybody is eligible for that once they reach sixty-five or they have significant disability, and they can sign up for that. Part B, you do, which is your other medical expenses, doctors' visits, all the other uh, out of outpatient things that happen. That's Part B Medicare for which you will pay a premium. And um, for instance, my my husband pays a premium right now of, of just under a hundred dollars a month for his Part B coverage. That's and you can sign up for that. You don't have to sign up for Part B. You can wait and do that later if you wish. 
And you can always, if you haven't signed up for Part B, Medicare has an open enrollment period every year from January 1 to March 31st. So just because you don't sign up for it initially, Part B, you can sign up for it during open enrollment if you choose to do it. Now, don't you, so I, I want to just say to people out there, Part B is important, and I think people should sign up for it right from the get-go yeah. because it's it's important things like physical therapy, occupational therapy, your ancillary exactly. doctor's visits. It's an important part of Medicare, and I recommend you sign up right away. Now, if you don't sign up right away, isn't there some kind of a penalty? I thought there was a penalty if you don't sign up. Uh, no, there isn't a penalty if you if you try and sign up later on and not in an open enrollment period, you may pay a penalty for doing so. And there okay. are certain situations where a small penalty will apply. But I think your advice, and, and if you want to know the specifics on those very limited situations when you play a small penalty, again, Medicare.gov is a great place to go. But your comments about signing up for Part B are so critical because if any one of us tries to go out on the state exchanges or on the Obamacare exchanges and, and sign up for coverage that will, will cover that Part B, I guarantee you at 64 or 65 years old, it will be much more expensive than what yes. a Part B premium would be through Medicare. That's so, so true. And it's important to get it going right at the right at the beginning. Medicare is a great program. I don't care what anybody absolutely. says. What I'd love is is Medicare for all. That's where we'd love to go. So, Donna, so people can go to Medicare.gov site, and it'll tell them all of this. It'll tell them what to do, how to sign up for A and B and all of that, right? Absolutely. And so will SocialSecurity.gov. So even, and even if, if you are having problems, and let's say, you've, you know, there are a few people in the world who still don't navigate computers very well and don't want to do that, again, you can always go to one of your state exchange offices if you choose, you know, don't have to be signing up for health, private health insurance through a state uh, Medicare medical exchange. You can be signing. You can be finding out more about Medicare. So don't worry about that. You can always do that. You can find out information, and people will help you find out that information. So will a Social Security office. We'll be happy to help you with that always. So you're not out in the woods if you don't want to do it via computer, but the computer is very simple. It takes no more than about 10 minutes to fill out everything you need to fill out. Then you'll get a card. It's a red, white, and blue card that doesn't look too much different from a Social Security card. You'll get that card in the mail that'll have your Medicare number, and you will never again, once you hold that Medicare card, you will never again want for health care because of finances. Which is absolutely fantastic, and I wish more people had that right. I wish all of us would get that right. So tell me a little bit about Medicare Advantage. Okay, now Medicare Advantage. Now, you know, here here is the uh here is the plan that has caused a little bit of consternation uh, yes. in for many seniors and that oftentimes Medicare Advantage is, is a plan that allows people to sign up and their these plans are administered through the private insurance companies. For instance, Kaiser, let's use them as an example. If you signed up for a Kaiser Medicare Advantage plan, your premium paid to Kaiser would probably be minimal, if anything. A lot of the Kaiser Medicare Advantage plans are $0 premiums. But what that means is you will have a tighter network of people you can see. In Kaiser's case, you're going to see Kaiser docs. Now, my husband signs up for what's called a Medicare Supplemental, which is different from a Medicare Advantage plan. And that's an important one. And that's called Medicare Part E. If you want to know what Part D is, your drug coverage. So you'll also have to sign up for 
Part D drug coverage. And make sure you do that as well. Absolutely. And Part E is always optional. But for my husband, who has some significant issues with heart and so forth, it's a bargain for him to sign up for a supplemental plan, which keeps his Medicare in place, but then goes on and covers any of the deductibles or anything that might not be covered, which isn't too much, but it's enough for him that he worries about it. And believe me, I would recommend for most people out there to go ahead and sign up for A, B, D, and E for sure. We've been talking with Healthcare in America senior correspondent Donna Smith. For more information about this topic, visit nursetalksite.com or medicare.gov. Happy Medicare! 